Fireburn, she's looking to defy history. She's giving Chase the slipper winner. And Fireburn went past She's Extreme. She's a very exciting filly. Fireburn by two lengths. Welcome to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm joined in studio with uh, Johnny Walter, fresh off a fill up last Saturday. Oh, fill up, massive. Well, the one result that mattered in life got home, and that was the only thing. Like, I didn't, I, I had two power naps, four nervous poos. Mate, it was it was a big it was a big showdown in the last. And thank Christ, Nash was uh, was on the mighty heresy and and got home. But uh, yeah, I haven't been that nervous for a while. Mm, easy watch, Nico and DK. How things in uh, Melbourne, sunny Melbourne? Uh, yeah, they're all right. Yeah, don't know what I'm doing here to be honest. This, <laughs> this, this, this show is for people who know what they're doing, punters who win, and that's so. He's better talk to Nico. Nico, how's you going? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say after that. Life's good. Uh, a couple of winners at Soundown yesterday, off to hopefully Ramwick this Saturday. So I'm keen to get there if the races run. So that might be uh, the toughest thing for the punters at the moment, if we can actually get through the meeting. But if we do, it's going to be an outstanding day of racing. That's how versatile you are, Nico. Bendigo into Soundown into Randwick. Too good, you. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't be a one-trick pony in this game, DK. Point to pee in, Nico. You started off uh, Bendigo on fire, and that was an easy watch. And old uh, Nick Williams ventured down there, and uh, he thinks that that's going to be a Sydney Cup horse next year. That's what he po- Jesus Christ. Hey? Next year, next year. Okay. The, the post-race, he said Bendigo's the best truck in the world. Did he? On the, uh, in the Prezzo. So um, there's a bit of love there for Bendigo from that camp. But no, that was, a, that was an easy win. That was when I kind of got a bit grayed up late by the market. I thought they'd be all over it, and he was 320 out to 420. I was like, oh, what's going on here? But only, only one by five. Still didn't matter, did it? But uh, yeah, Bendigo treated that as camp, well. Though? That camp, Jesus Christ! If you can work the betting out from that camp, you're too good. Mm. They're, 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 they, they do, do have a swing. More. Lloyd Williams is he's, he's more in my head than PVL, bloody <laughs> MVG, Chris Waller Racing, all put together. Mm. High Stranger was a good one, Nico. I nearly got the chocolates there at eighteen dollars. You must feel completely back. Yeah, feeling good at the moment. Uh, I bet up Cherry Tortoni after the. Uh, the bad ride the other day, but Mickey D redeemed himself there and had something on High Stranger, so it was a pretty easy watch there in the Bendigo Cup. No, really keen to get up to Ramwick this Saturday. I feel like we're seeing him well, so uh, hopefully a few winners. Just, mm. just, 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 just rub off on me a bit, can you, Nico? There, please, any danger? Can you? Something, please. Any chance of an upgrade here tomorrow at, uh, at Ramwick or Saturday, whatever it is, Nico? It looks good at the moment. With bring some Melbourne weather up there. You got seventy three ducks swimming across the thousand meter chute currently. It looks great. <laughs> I tell you what, Walt, Walt might get his wish. What's We're that? talking about changing all the track distances and bet standing in all in markets. That may may all be over eight hundred meters. Mate, I've had JP like Seabiscuit out there with the <laughs> alarm clock, getting him ready to jump to the front over eight hundred if they change the distances. Everyone, that'd be the tactic change way to be ridden to lead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was interesting uh, last week with uh, Wallach Grand Final Day Nature Strip. You read it like you picked it like a dirty nose. He can spike him, but we? Yeah, and. I tell you what, and I'm in no way saying they're working together or anything, but it does work out well for uh, when when the situation suits Eduardo, he gets the run he needs, and when it suits Nature Strip, he tends to get the run he needs, and they're they're very dominant at their own periods during the preparation, but um, nothing was beating Nature Strip last Saturday. (laughs) Oh, it's just blatantly obvious that they they set themselves for different grand finals, and Chris just likes the the $2 million and $5 million purses when they sort of lob up, but... um, Surely between Nature Strip, Home Affairs and Artorias, we can pinch one or two sprints over in Europe. They all seem to be heading that way. Rod Lines is getting the top hat and tails ready to go. 
Is that they're, they're running here? Or is it, no, they're it? going to all go to Royal Ascot. So it's not running again before it goes there? I wouldn't have thought so. I don't I, I, I don't see what others see in, in a home affairs, but you'd think Nature Strip would be pretty scary over there. Like his style of racing just suits, um, suits it down to the ground. I know home affairs is one down the straight at Flemington, but I just think um, Nature Strip's capable of, you know, a bit more high pressure over the... 1200 than he probably is but um mm. yeah no, i hope he gets there in one piece because he, he's certainly waited long enough to to test him on the world stage but mm. you know last that day he showed that he's he's still got it Fireburn, it was a uh, bit of a gimme and uh a dollar cops the fine but uh it was it was a weird one i thought when the betting was the way it was it was a little bit like uh, nico was saying it sort of looked like one and ones too didn't it like it was going to start dollar 60 and mm. and probably win um you know, it was obvious there wasn't a lot of speed on paper, and I thought Abdullah gave it as quiet a ride as he could. And I actually sent him a little message saying, "Geez, you would have been shitting bricks on the turn." And he was like, "No, nah, no stage. I had perfect confidence." I, Worst I don't part know of the track, are. though, I was a bit nervous. What's that? Was no one really wanted to be in the fence? So I was like, oh, "No, that's, that's what I mean." Like he rode it like a dollar one chance, yeah. and lucky it was a dollar one chance. But um, you know, they knew what they were doing with the filly, uh, the other filly. Was it called? She's extreme. She mm. was going to be up closer to the speed, and certainly. Uh, gave a sight, but um, yeah, got out to silly odds uh, late, and yeah, like what price are you going to be in a champagne now? It's going to be, she probably will be one two, twos or threes on. I would have mm. thought. Uh, I found DK's horse in the Doncaster. I had my birthday last week, Mister Brightside. DK, your horse, you found it uh, in every every start. I think uh, when it was rising through the gates. Anything on Mister Brightside? No, no, nothing on Mr. Brightside. No, Judy, ain't for you, though, Scooty. Oh, well, I would have stopped it. It wouldn't have won if I was on it. I was helping you. Have you watched the win, DK? Like, it dead set. It's on the back of Thunderstruck. <laughs> Sorry, is it the other way around? Thunderstruck, one, either way, he puts, like, two on it on the bend. It's under the whip, gone. And then just the overdrive Weights. kicks in at about the 150, and it says, oh, ta-da. It was one of the, the weirdest wins I've ever seen. Five 50, kilos. 50 kilos. Oh, five kilos, five. my ass. I don't know if that's <laughs> yeah. what the difference is. Yeah, but I've never seen um, the overdrive kicked in anyway. Mm. It was a good ride. I know that. The rat was back. First winner in Sydney for a long time. Willow, wouldn't it be? Mm. That's usually where he goes no good. But uh, it's where you want to find him, those big group ones. He shows up in them more often than not. He's got such an advantage being able to ride down at 50-odd kilos, 51 kilos, when you think about those sort of weights. And he's ridden what all, all most of the good chances in the Cox Plate at 49 and a half. Well, as soon as you you think that that sort of weight range, well, it used to be ten years ago or five years ago, it used to be G Boss, and then the only other option now is C Williams that you first go Look to, because otherwise Cup. you're dealing with R uh, Kings, Cathy's. Look at the Sydney Cup and some scary, scary jockeys. It's frightening. Louise Day's on the bottom line, or something else. Kira Ma found her. How do you find her? Louise Day, the Mate, Sydney well, Cup. Have you seen the fit? Like it's fifty-one and a half. I think his second top weight. So you've got oh, A Collet on the favourite. A Collet. Not Jay Collett, A Collett, mm. Jay Carr, D Thornton on Chalkstream. What's happened there? Is he changed? Not sure. Wasn't Kohara on Chalkstream? Oh, was no, it, no, I, she's I, on the other one. R King, R Dolan, H Bowman on the only horse of 56, J Ford, C Williams, Kohara, K McAvoy, who lost his ride, W Pike, OK, T Nugent, D Holland, L Day, B Ryan, F Kersley, J Innes Jr., T Schiller. A Gibbons. Mm. If you got one, if you got Carr and Willow, and Willow, the Rat, I think you got a big advantage. And yeah, massive. Kersley mm. and um, whoever the other one you said, the Victorian ones, they, they rode the lightweights in the Melbourne Cup. Tio, so, Tio, yeah, that's it. So yeah, so that on the lightweight chances, Couldn't no get big floating artists into a place for us. That was, it, <laughs> that was that, was just, that right? 
Isn't it crazy when 51 and a half is the second top weight in any race of these days? Like crazy. Uh, I like handicaps, though. It's bloody scary. Mm. It's, uh, it's your game. It's I'd love to see Chris Waller, see Williams ride a winner for Chris Waller, and maybe Greg Hickman come in. So the three blokes with the biggest, newest choppers in Australia <laughs> were all there having a post-race interview together. I think that'd be wonderful, and that's what I'm hoping for at some point in life. <laughs> oh, that's nasty by you. TK, Nico, uh, are you noticing any funny business creeping into some of the camps down in Victoria with the bull on the horizon? Sir Davey was a pretty impressive winner yesterday at Sandown. Uh, is there any uh, quiet runs amongst uh, a few horses in prep for the uh, the bull ski? Well, we're, we're four weeks to Warnable, to the day to Warnable Cup Day, so I'll sort of be putting them in the comments, I suppose, now, the things happening that runs over the next two weeks or something. That'd be, otherwise, if they're 30 days plus, I wouldn't be interested. The rest of them be fresh, man. Yeah, I, I, saw, I sort of saw one on Tuesday, that Owenology, who... Owenology. He, he kind of went around on Tuesday, I thought, oh, yeah, you're getting set for the ball, but... um. And I, I backed one Tuesday, which then Scoot alerted it to me, and then uh, it wasn't a factor I factored in that, you know, after it had a career-worst performance when I backed it, that uh, it'd be getting ready for the ball, so... Um, Terrain Cup Day this Saturday, that's usually yeah. a day where you see a lot of them go but around. I'll, I'll normally be putting it in my comments, or clean up for the ball from now until... A week or two out, but um, the, uh, just the two camps that I'll be—I mean, the, the two local, big local camps—they're the ones that you're going to want to be on. Lindsay, obviously, Lindsay's horses grow a leg at Warnable, and um, Simon Wald. Um, they're the two. Da- Dabbenig said he's only just because it's his first year down there. He's only just going to try and name one or two or pinch a race here where those those other two are going to have big teams in. Their horses go really good at the ball. I remember Danny O'Brien. Took a couple of uh, Rosemont horses down there to a meeting about six weeks ago. Took, flew Ollie down in that chopper to ride him, and they both missed the place. Ran there, and he said, "Remember, he said in their interviews, he said, oh, Jesus, it's hard to win a race here at Warnable, no matter what the time of year, because you run into Lindsay and Simon Wild and these these joints. They just the horses just go terrific on their home deck. So, mm. um, yeah, so that'll be the two Lindsay and Wild will be the two I'll be honing in on. Mm, I would have thought that Kyra Maher and Dave Eustace will be um, winning whatever they like. They've just got so many horses, and they've got uh, Colin McKenna and a couple of uh, prominent Warnable owners oh, yeah, in their true, flock yeah. and hometown sort of cup for Kieran. I think he just uh, wouldn't mind a little bit of a flex down there. They could absolutely fill their boots. Well, DK I'm not or saying no to any style. Kieran Ma runner after bloody high top two. <laughs> so, and then, you know, it's just... Jeez, the, a couple of narcs were out, out after. Like, a couple of people that didn't really quite take yeah. note clearly of what we were saying. They just... Best horse in... Yeah, best twenty if best it was horse a dry deck. If, but, if dry um, deck. And then conditions yeah. changed and... Uh, Oh, Big I difference. don't care. I, I don't care even with hindsight. It was still like, well, did you want to be on it at the 200? Like, Benno went past it like it was stuck to the deck, and yeah. it was only the quality of the horse that got it over the line. It was a bloody big win. And um, Jesus Christ, I don't know what it takes out of them. Like, it, not many horses have done it. Well, no one's done it. But, um, you know, what a what a big engine he's got in mm. the second, and Allegron as well, obviously. Massive market press for uh, Benno, wasn't it? Uh, they were all over it. It was just a massive odds to place, and I, I sort of kicked myself after the race, thinking, "Why oh, didn't I just back that horse?" I enjoyed it. I just place. enjoyed being on the yeah, win, no. going from twenties to a dollar two, then back out the twenties <laughs> in about four strides. It was great. Uh, something else I'm enjoying is Manscaped. Nice and uh, tidy at the moment. Got the Manscaped weed whacker here, and once you get the weed whacker, the lawnmower, and you bite in a kit, you actually get uh, the nail file and the little clippers for your toenails, and they throw you in a, like a bonus sort of like men's toiletry bag, but. Um, Alana was into me and she's she saw me clipping my na- my toenails in the shower. Yeah. And she goes, well, why don't you put it out in the show and ask the boys where they clip their yeah. toenails? Where do you do yours, yeah. Walt? 
That's the best way. Otherwise, Shower. they fly everywhere, mate. If you're in there, in there, they're all contained. You can wash them all up. It's all good. Well, that's what I mean. And then so, and she also gives me a hard time for blowing my nose in the shower. But I assure her that I stomp. The, Where do you want to blow it? I, I snot the snot and the toenail clippings. If I she's just push in there it down the you, drain. If she's in there with you while you're clipping <laughs> them and you're snotting, that's a bit of a different story, especially. But uh, if you're one out, one back by yourself, I don't really. I, I can't see a better place to do it. Dad said he puts his foot over the bath and lets him fall into the bath and then wipes the bath out. That's it. That oh, Jesus. What yeah. about your, your hip flexors? Yeah, what if you got tight hip flexors? I can't do that. I'm too old for that. Out on the back deck's the other one. Oh, Jesus. The get back deck. <laughs> sickest story. We had a mate who used to live with us. You'll probably watch this. He'll die. We, we move out, right? And he's a big boy. And he must have some sick thing where he throws them behind the bed. Oh no! And we've moved the bed out, oh. and there's just a pl- there's a mountain. Oh, oh no! You couldn't pay the cleaner. The cleaner refused to clean his room. Nico, where do you cut your toenails? Something I don't give a lot of thought to, to be honest. Where I'm sort of wooden, but Nico go, Nico go, Nico goes to see the Vietnamese ladies down at the uh, oh. down at the t- salon. That's how good he's going. <laughs> Pedicure in Bali, I do, but I don't like the manicure. I don't like people touching my hands. I'm a bit funny, a bit, bit weird like that. But the other one, I, just, I, I it sounds a bit weird too. My my backup plan is. It sounds a bit gross, this. I'm, I oh. wipe it first. <laughs> we'll just go I, put my, I put my foot on the toilet and then just clip them into the toilet and then I just wipe the seat and flush it. That's if you someone, wash your hands. That's if someone's you wash in the shower or I can't access the shower. Well, I'll tell you something I am amazed about is that goddamn thing. Like, it's lobbed in the pack. I've never charged it once. Not this up? one, the other one. Oh, the it's still going. You're not a hairy long, man. It must be three months and I haven't dead yet, I haven't charged it. It must be bloody kryptonite running it or something. I've never seen anything like it. Lithium or something. I don't know what, what it is. But uh, Manscaped, you guys can get it too at home, 20% off. And uh, any other funny ones, just tweet us at TV and tell us uh, the weirdest or Manicure where else that you, where you cut your toenails and we might send you a prize. Yeah, we might do a press conference. Show's lowest point, I'm thinking. <laughs> toenails, this is what we've graduated to. Mate, nothing. nothing. We're just warming up. <laughs> Oh, DK, you got to cheer up, Charlie. Uh, Nico's going to have a look at Caulfield despite going to uh, Sydney. Imagine that, mounting yard mail in Sydney, and you've got Mug Punter right beside you, chaperoning, taking you to like Is that the best eats at Randwick. Oh, the, the mugs? Well, the, the mugs. I think his local track's Rose Hill, but the mug will find Nico. We'll send him out there. I'll pay for his Uber. Let's Beautiful. get Mug. He sent me a DM. If you need a ticket, help getting in. I can I can give you a hand. So the, the mug's all over it. He's a... He's a kind man, the mug. He's going to try and help us out there. So I'll be, I would uh, love to he- find out how he's going to get you in. And I'm tipping, you know, wire cutters are part of the equation. <laughs> oh, I think you should stay at uh, Mug's place. But uh, Mum, yeah, have a, bit, have, a bit of, have a bit of schnitzel for breakfast and a can of Coke with Mum. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. Uh, we're going to have a look at day two of the championships. Absolutely nailed it last week uh, between all of us, I guess. But uh, the star of the show was probably Walt. Uh, the Oaks, the Cup, uh, the QE, the Queen of the Tour, and it's, uh, yeah, so have got some championship races there and some other uh, big ones. It's uh, mouth-watering, and fingers crossed they can get that uh, water away from the 1,000-metre mark or they'll just become 800-metre sprints. Top sports steamers have been absolutely rank on the nose, colder than DK at the moment, but uh, I'd take all three bets. I've had a sneak peek, and I know what, what the bets are, and this they time... be better than the golf bets. What golf? Oh, the golf lays. Yeah. yeah. So we did a golf, a US Masters golf pod. So you'll be able to watch that. Make sure you have a look at that. Big Daddy and Mike Creedy have done pretty well there. Big Daddy found Cam Smith last time at the players at about 50 to 1. So him and Dogger know their golf stuff. I've got no idea. Um, but uh, I steer them uh, through the Augusta Masters and they just know who's hot and cold and 
who goes around there and things like that. So uh, if you're a mug like me, they'll um, they'll probably steer you in the right direction. Uh, Topsort seamers, they'll be good. And then uh, make sure you check out Topsort Markets for this weekend. They bet up on all the Group 1. So if you have a, a big feeling about a runner and want to have a really good crack at it, uh, they'll let you on for sure. Nico, uh, I think we're going to get straight into uh, race one at Caulfield. We'll touch upon a couple races there, and uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll fly up and uh, do the Sydney card. But uh, race one's the Lang Warren Hotel Handicap. Have you ever been there and uh, punched a couple of tickets through? Fixed odds at Lang Warren Hotel, Nico? Actually, the new... Uh... The new home ground, Lang Warren. Is that's it? where we ended up moving to. Sorry, so, I haven't been to the hotel, no, but uh know where it is. So um might have to uh, test it out one day. Hmm. See if the terminals are all clear there and let us know. Uh, let's have a look at the market. 2,400 metre handicap here. Maserati Bay, spelt peculiarly, $2.60 favourite here. Desert Icon, three eighty Through Irish Eyes, four twenty. Steel Prince, wow, four eighty. White Hawk, 16 And uh, Saunter Boy, $26.00. And it's from the Ma Eustace camp here. We're going to have a look at uh, Maserati Bay in the Ma Blue with a cross winning the Yarra Valley Cup on uh, St. Patrick's Day, I would have thought. Yep. Uh, this was a pretty easy win for Maserati Bay. Straight to the front. Didn't really have to show much here. But I thought his first up run was pretty good before this. Um, he's a horse who tends to sort of peak deeper in the preparation. Out to 2,400 metres looks suited. And they're just like auto bet 2,400, 2,000 metres plus, aren't they? Ma Eustace DK there. They're easy to find. I tell you what, nearly you're nearly an auto bet too at twenty four hundred metres. And a point and a bean one win last Saturday, similar sort of race, one by five links. On nearly so Nico's auto bet at twenty four hundred metre, staying races on a Saturday too. This I'm probably not <laughs> as confident here, even though he's shorter. But this looks a pretty weak race. Like he's only kind of got a bit this day, mate. Through Irish Eyes, still Prince has ability, but he's a bit in the wilderness. Um, it's been a long time since he's had a win, and I don't know if he can get back to that sort of level. He's coming through the Australian Cup, like. So he'll, he'll like to drop back in grade, but right down in the, um, I think he's on the minimum, below the minimum here, uh, Maserati Bay, Jai McNeil aboard. Like, it's tick- a good jock this meeting with a lot of the other jocks yeah, all the way into state. He's the best rider in the race, probably, bar Preble at his best, but Preble was nowhere near that at the moment. So, yeah, look, I thought he was a pretty easy way to start the day. Um, if you want to chuck him in some all-ups or something like that, I'd be surprised if he got beat. I'm not sort of offering up too much with $2.60, but... Uh, it does seem like he's uh, the one to beat there. All right, nothing better than uh, backing a winner in a race one and uh, Maserati Bay. I think it's a good way to go with the uh, Ma and Eustace camp, just absolutely deadly as Nico is. But uh, we're going to do a little bit of a U-turn here and uh, a little bit of a trick shot. So Friday night, what's better than a winner? Race one Saturday is a Friday night, a little Friday night fill-up at Cranbourne. And even poor old Lizzie Jelfs has been making the trek from Sydney to Cranbourne on a Friday night oh, to do the yard. Because she's contracted to Racing.com. No, she's not. watch Racing.com, do you? She's back on TV. She goes back. She goes down to Racing.com, does the yard on Friday night, and then she has to get back in the car, back into the plane, and then go back to Sydney to go Channel 7. She's back on two TVs. Well, she's on a lot of telly. And she's at the sales for Annabelle. Yes. Busy. Oh, Lizzie. <laughs> Sweet baby juice. How do we get some of this action, DK? We need some of it. Cranbourne, oh, Friday so. night. 400,000 average it is, 400,000. The yearling yeah, stuff. and that means, that means 40 for the whoever buys it. Thank you. <laughs> Straight in the kick. Outstanding. Cram- what about that one that went for 3 million yesterday? Yeah, we James Herron buy it, did he? Oh, right. no. We've gone off on a tangent. Tom, Tom Magna. <laughs> Tom Magna. Oh, it's, it's James Herron or Tom Magna. They're each at two. Hasn't there been 20 over 1.4? He's 
Tom Mania spent two. He bought two horses yesterday, two point two and then three million, and not one dollar changes hands. Good luck to him. It's, it just blows my mind. Good luck. He to must him. be buying a lot of NFTs and a lot of crypto. <laughs> Race five at Cranbourne. The Laser Victorian lizards. <laughs> Victorian on course bookmakers handicap thirteen hundred meters. We Nico reckons he's found one. We not we, but we are we. Hinto Blue four twenty into four dollars. Autumn Rose four forty. Numpty. <laughs> How DK's that's going? Us, that's us. Five fifty. Yeah. <laughs> that was how we we're all going about it two weeks ago. Veterock six fifty, Stravain seven fifty. Uh, exceed expect. Oh, Bruni boy nine dollars and uh, Little Loft uh, eleven dollars. In the uh, haze colours here, Nico, you reckon you found Hinto Blue last start? Yeah, I think he's coming out of a good race here at Packenham. Um, so it didn't have a lot of luck here. Backing behind him, the winner sort of skips away. Corkscrew who. One yesterday who ended up backing, and then I think the Ural horse has got a bit of a beardly prowling. Obi goes okay. Like it was a borderline Wednesday race, this race, and he did sort of his work um, just in that middle section of the, of the straight there, that four out of the two. He's actually the third fastest at the meeting, and then he's a bit soft on his run here late, but I think third up, having two good runs off slower tempos to really hit the line there, gets a soft run here from barrier number three with Luke Nolan. Like he's... He's not a prolific winner, but when he finds his right sort of setup, he's uh, hard to beat. He ran in a very similar race, sort of going back to May last year at Cranbourne. He ran second um, off a similar kind of setup, and he was he was pretty unlucky not to win there that night. So I thought, given the map, all the things in sort of his favour here, um, there wasn't much else to sort of find at Caulfield. I thought this was a horse I was pretty interested in on Friday night. And when uh, Team Hayes, when they take a, a, their horses to Cranbourne recently, they're going at 15%, return on your investment 146%. Ben and JD, their last 50 are going at 20%, return on investment 72%. And then when Luke Nolan combines with them, they're going at 18%, return on your investment 20%. So pretty hard to lose when you're going at a few of those numbers there and they're placing their horses very well. So I think third up in a race where that doesn't look ahead, it'll be stars. You probably know a few of them better than me, DK, uh, the bottom weight in particular, Autumn Rose, who won Autumn a Rose, last yeah, yeah, that that was it's due to, it was due to win a race. Yep. Race rated okay, but I doubt whether it'd be able to hold that. She's no, she's no star, no, is she? That was um, seven. That was her seventh run or something. I backed the favourite in the race, so I stopped it for her and it won. So yeah, good. Little loft well, just got away. Loft at it. I don't know how did it win at Sandy? Oh, how? No idea. How? I know Julia Sandy's a good trainer. But how did it win? How did it keep beating all those horses across the line? It had four starts prior. This prep was beating six lengths of yeah. all of them, and then, and then it goes it wins and wins. At Sandown. I took on something out of the race last Thursday night at Packing and backing a Haze horse. And then, then the thing that ran behind Little Loft ran straight past the Haze horse. Ancient Egypt. Go figure. Ancient Egypt, that was it. I thought it'd be a slow pace. They went out five links above. Beauty. So Got th- it wrong again. This race is up for grabs. So I thought barrier three, we can just park there, $4. Uh, hopefully kick the weekend off to a good start. Nico, you sound absolutely horned up that horse, so uh, I like it, and uh, I love that you've gone through the Caulfield card, and then you've uh, done a U-turn and found uh, Cranbourne on Friday night for us. But um, hey, DK, Walt's got this bloke up here, or oh, it's a bloke Girl, or Sheila. Mate, please. It's a lot of drums get played. The you, Indian uh, drums. You, you I feel that like you need them. Your magic mushroom milkshake. You yeah. might need the Exorcist. That's it. That's the one he went and visited the other week, wasn't it? Then he yeah, come worked. out. Then he come out and won. We hear so. Can't back a loser now. He just mozzed you. He just mozzed you. Well, uh, if you can, uh, if you can peel yourself away from the missus and kids, DK, I'll shut your flight up, and you can have a couple of days up with Scooty. Little uh, mental <laughs> health. You need it. I really. I'm starting to worry. We'll film. We'll film the exorcism, yeah. DK. I'd love to see DK oh, go in there, pulling the cards. Would you go in oh, with the tarot cards. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. We've got to find this place. I'm yeah. curious to see uh, what happens. I don't need any more, but uh, uh, you do. You need a hey? bit. No, I'm fine. 
I reckon I'm back. Feel real clear. Back this in is twenty away. to one winners. Hey, you're back in twenty to one winners. You're flying. Mm. It was easy. Yeah, it was really easy. The other thing went like a busted new Marion, though. Uh, too heavy that track, and probably Brisbane Carnival. Anyway, let's go have a look at uh, Randwick. This is our happy hunting ground at the moment, and this is the three-year-old Arrowfield Sprint. And in the Congos, open up favourite here, and uh, price taken already. Wow, four sixty into three forty. I backed it last start, so it's a bigger chance to win today. Four dollars, Marzu, the picket fence horse. Walt, uh, Walt's got a picture of this horse on his dunny door, Pelelli. Really uh, interesting run last start. Another one that I backed, uh, four forty. Uh, Bacchanalia, fifteen dollars. Generation. 16, interesting one off the freshener's ranch hand, uh, male tie, 19, 20, General Bow, Marine, one who's been uh, going really well for the Mariusis camp, 21, I'm Lethal 26, and uh, Shakira first up as well. A couple little replays of the last uh, 400s that we'll show here, and the first one's a Galaxy in the Congo on Pelelli. Any thoughts here, Walt? Did you get the wrong horse for me? Because mine was in race one, the horse that I wanted to do, Mozo. Too you've late. Done Marzu, have you? Too late, I've barred you. You've done Marzu. Anyway, in the anyway. Congo... <laughs> So uh, where are we? What am I looking at? In, in the, the Congo, Congo leading, Pelelli out the back. Oh uh, yeah, oh, this so this is the day, and then they're, they're, oh, both these horses have been pretty good to us. Marzu's probably the horse that's interesting and draws wide and and doesn't seem to get the favours that it's had at its previous runs here, and obviously steps up in grade. So it's the probably the one to be taking on, I would imagine here. Well, I think watch its replay because it's PR. I think the yeah. last couple of times, and as someone pointed out, I'm I'm not sure where, but um. He's got that early tactical speed here, and that's why he PRs. He, he puts himself into the race, and that's why he's got that nice little picket fence. He's, he's drawn gates too, though, yeah. and then now he's sort of like, you're talking Omni-Man, and uh, and I can't remember the name of that ordinary thing of Arrowfields there that was going 9 to 1,200 that day, but like literally it was the best set-up horse. Obviously had to go back to the inside a little bit, but other than that, absolutely perfect run. Had fitness on them, had everything on them. The Godolphin horse was first up that day. It uh, does have a little bit of fitness on these horses, but like you said, like you, you, you're talking in the Congos, a rock-solid horse, going to be on speed. Paul Early's got a really good setup now, hard fit, uh, soft draw. Uh, ranch hand comes back to a distance that does suit it, even mm. though it draws inside, and that doesn't look ideal. And you've got a you've got Maotai there that's probably going to go off its head and, and lead by six at some point and, <laughs> and put a bit of speed in the race, which will make Mazu work. So it's it's going to have to you know run a strong 1,200 from who knows where from the gate. So... Uh, I think that I'd be taking it on on Saturday, Marzu, and there's a few chances there. Um, it's a pretty pretty dicey looking race to me, actually, but um, but I think Marzu is very short. Mm. There's a couple of really short. Like oh, I sort of read the race similar to you in the Congo, and Pelelli seemed to be the two I wanted to be with, and then Ranch Hand. If you've got the right of, odds, they're auto yeah, bets. Yeah, but I I missed the price, maybe one of them or nearly mm. both of them, and you're probably going to get a bigger price Pelelli because it's going to go back, and Ranch Hand was the tricky one. Nico, any thoughts there? Yeah, I was pretty similar to Walt. I thought you want to be taken on Marzu and it just kind of leaves you with Pulele or in the Congo. Uh, I'll be interested to see if in the Congo can come back and settle off one. Like, Mauta will definitely lead him, I think. So if he can sustain that or if he just wants to find the front in all these races and be a bit of a flat track bully. But I was kind of leaning Pulele, uh just with the Ramwick record. But um, I I would have thought it's a racing two in the Congo Pulele. I I do like I'm Lethal as a horse. He looks like he's got a fair bit of ability, but just whether he can... Uh, Beat a few of these first up. That that'll be. I tell the you task what's always an angle too with this race is Mountai's about a twenty percent chance to load. So if Mountai comes mm. out the gates, it nearly did last start. Went psycho at the gates and went up before the start, and then in the Congo's left lone leader. Uh, it's a bit like that race. What was that Mar horse we backed that day? And she let got there was two late scratchings, and all of a sudden she got left in front one by five. Went up to the Gold Coast and 
What's it called? Snap, Snap dancer. dancer. Snap dancer. So it's yeah. a bit like that. It, it could easily like, and it's and it's not unrealistic with this horse Mountai because he gets rattier the longer he goes into his preps. That he could easily come out and it could end up um, a very different race. Yeah. Well, if we get it wrong, there'll be a uh, Monday morning quarterback tell us all mm. about it. Oh, it's a late. I think it's a late betting race. I don't think anything's going to go off too much. No, I, I'd I'd probably say the same thing as well. If uh, handlebars are down, maybe ranch hand, it could. Uh, yeah, maybe go off from the sixteen dollars, but. Uh, mm. What, yeah. what would I know? Race six at uh, Randwick is the Australian Oaks. Uh, cracker here. Gypsy Goddess is favourite. Uh, a little bit of a surprise. 420, hinged, 460. Uh, Honey Creeper, 460. Pink Ivory, $6. Biscayne Bay, 14. El Patroness, uh, $17. Lavilli, 20. Uh, and then you're getting uh, much, much bigger odds. The rest might have a tail to it this race, but uh, funny things happen in these 2,400 metre races. But uh, let's have a look. Quickly, it's uh, Hinge, Fangirl, Gypsy Goddess, and uh, Pink Ivory. On, uh... So a couple of interesting things here. So this is 18.50 because they had to move the race back from the 2000 to 18.50 when it moved to Newcastle. It wasn't a heavy track. It was like a six or a seven, I think. I think they might have put it up a bit longer than that, but it, was, it wasn't, and it was a really slowly run race. So uh, Bowman gave the winner a, a really good ride. doesn't matter. It's not going to be in this race, but Hinge certainly had the absolute PR. You wouldn't say she's weak late here by any stretch of the imagination. But the horses that ran uh, fourth and fifth there, or third and fourth, I'm not sure. Gypsy, Gypsy Goddess. Goddess and uh, Pink Ivory are the ones that look like they're going to relish, you know, not so much probably a faster tempo here, but getting out to 2,400 on a slog fest, they look the two that can improve. I'd probably um, I'd probably be, oh, Hinge is going to get a nice run again. I don't want to pot it. Mm. Let's, but... have, let's have a look at uh, the Adrian Knox, and this is where uh, Honey Creeper. This is uh... the horse I want to pot, yeah. Uh, so, wins and so it's inside and it's yeah. coming off a bit of a break from uh, Hobart, which was a which is an interesting one. There got rolled at dollar eighty that day. And I'm on the is... leader at forties each way. How am I looking? Oh, well, it's you, so probably shaky. Yeah, yeah, still looking all right. It tends the place. <laughs> still looking all right. It tends the place. Looking okay. What's the other Godolphin horse storming and in now the fourth? Okay. That's that's the horse that was. 1,200 to 1,200 to 2,000 or something, second up and ran me down on the line, as you would. Who's who's that other, the, the Godolphin horse running into fourth? M- Mertania or something, ran third, <laughs> mate. Didn't run fourth, definitely ran third. The Godolphin yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. With the white hat? Yeah, it's not in this race. Yeah, it's not <laughs> well, in this race. I, I, that was the horse I like to follow. Yeah. Out of it. But it's, you I, can I, follow it wherever you want. Well, it's it not in this race. race. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not right. in this race. Where Honey Creeper made its, its ground there, they sort of slowed right down from the 800 to the 600, and that's when it's made its ground up inside runners and... And they've sprinted up like 400. It was just a farcical run race. And I doubt that that's the form coming to this race. I, I'd be keen to be against Hunting Creeper. So so what are you on? What do you like? I like, uh, oh, I don't think there's much value, but I, I'd rather back Gypsy Goddess if I'd have one pick. Mm. Nico? I'm kind of the opposite. I think that could oh. be the leader, Honey Creeper. I, I thought seeing her in Melbourne sort of throughout last prep, I thought, gee, you're going to be dynamic when you get on a wet track and, I backed her on Saturday. I haven't got enough out of her, but I think that may be sort of where she comes into her own, the wet track. And I'm I'm kind of worried these horses are the the Storm Queen or the Vinery. Like they're 1850 up to 2400. They're going to be on an absolute bog. The only horse I probably want to take out of that race is Pink Ivory. She gets J-Mac and she'd already sort of been proven on the wet and looks like she's crying out for longer. Um, yeah, I think the, the Adrian Knox has proved a pretty good lead up recently. Jouet came through it. Uh, Colette came through the Adrian Knox. So... Um, I'm kind of with Honey Creeper. I, like four dollars sixty, it's kind of take it or leave it kind of price. But if I had to tip on the race, I'd have her on top. The horse I'm keen to back in the race is at seventy one dollars. Velvet Lady, quick backup. I think it ran on Monday. 
one over 2,300 metres, it will stay all day. It's the one that the old uh, Australian bloodstock have somehow got their colours on between Sunday and now. Too good. It, it, it actually, I agree with you. It's, it's got. It's had two. I think two. Uh, the the twenty one hundred win, and then and it was a soft win against uh, older horses, and then yeah, I seventy one dollars. That's yeah, crazy, crazy price. Yeah, I agree with that. Bolted in the other day, and then it just looks like it's going to eat up twenty four hundred in a race where like a few of them could be suspect. A at the trip, B in the ground. Like I think she'll tick both boxes. Um. It'll be well, my Brett best too, result. Which always helps. It's not my thing, but she is by Tarzino or something. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's, at least she's got the pedigree there as well. So certainly a positive. Big breeder. It'll be my best result all day. <laughs> wow. It's a big, it's a massive price. I cried. I actually completely didn't see, uh, mm. see it down in the market. I did see, I just did the, did the replay of that, that win and it was very, very soft. Mm. Beautiful. All right. That, uh, that could get us back. Make sure, DK, you stay off it for all the punters at home. And DK, could back be, at standard out hey, from fourth. Hey, in the, Sydney. Uh, first fours. I won't even watch the race. Sydney. <laughs> like, oh. Werribee. Werribee's about oh, five minutes close to there. I'll be, I'll be blowing up after backing a loser there, I'm tipping. Out in the backyard <laughs> doing laps. Sydney Cup, race seven. <laughs> Stockman has opened up favourite. Price He's taken. to a new level. He's gone to a new level. I like him this way, but I'd fucking rather be back winners. Yeah. Oh, seven into 480. Crystal Pegasus, $6. Gets Jay Carr. Chalkstream, $9.50. Luncey's, $10. Knight's uh, Order, $11. No Compromise, $11. Uh, it's a friend of the show, horse of the show, $11. Trained by CJ Waller, friend of the show. Shiraz, $13. Surefire, $13. The Chosen One, uh, back in town now, $13. Uh, Daquan Sweet Jr., $26, Angel of Truth, 31 and much bigger the rest. But uh, wowee, this is an absolute bottle of the Sydney Cup. And uh, <laughs> good thing that Dewey stayed away. We got our wishes. We sucked it up. We winged and we uh, we won. We got uh, Dewey into the uh, Queen Elizabeth instead. Let's have a look at uh, Stockman and the chosen one behind Dewey this, uh, this time. Thoughts on uh, either of these runners here looking at the uh, Sydney Cup. So you've got Chosen One trying to barge out and the hat in behind so Stockman. Re- slowly run 2,400. That's mm. Stockman sort of whacking up on the outside there. Does love the ground. Certainly had everything to suit this day. And look at the bunch margins there. Like I know, uh, like Juway is very dominant and he does beat the rest okay. Uh, the Chosen One whacking away there. He's had a few chances at every race in, in Australia. It feels like the Chosen One over the last few mm. years. He's, uh, he's had a crack at everything and... And think it over, whacking on the inside. I know that was wait for age, but uh... and the other one here is no compromise when when the tactics were well, uh, were changed. And uh, he's Chalkstream, Surefire, Zarek, Knight's Order. Run me through how this horse is twelve dollars, and and horses like Knight's Order, Chalkstream are shorter than it. When this horse has sat wide, worked against its pattern, sat mm. outside the leader, they've gone out like ten above. They've come home all right. I think the race rated through the roof, and uh, and Got- somehow and it loves the wet. It did. It did. It's got. A, I don't. I don't know. Thirty-two hundred meters. I think looks fine for this horse. I don't understand why this horse is twelve dollars. It just seems insane. Odds. I don't understand why it's not favourite. Um, uh, I. You know, nothing's a certainty in, in this race, but I don't understand why that horse is not favourite. Mm. Anything. Uh, I think Chalkstream was scratched. You know. Why? No, I think it was just safe for the race. I don't. I don't think it needed the run. Mm. Um. So they just. You know. They, they probably intended to back it up if it, if the track was a little bit better or something. I'm not sure, but. Um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure, but I, I definitely don't. I didn't hear there was any issue mm. with it. Um, yeah. So what are we? Are we talking about the race? Or well, I don't know. Maybe Nico. Uh, look, uh, no, I, I think Nick, Stockman seems insanely short. Yeah, I'm back at it. Four eighty. Yeah. What's that? 
I couldn't back it at four. No, I couldn't back it at four eighty. Especially, it, it looks a massive risk at thirty two. I get, I understand the drop in weight and coming out of weight for age. Crystal Pegasus obviously flying, great jockey, uh, especially down the weight. I think it's at risk at the trip. Chalkstream looks like it's going to run the trip, but it does have that little query against it, and I and I think it can win for sure. But I just don't understand why no compromise in Surefire. I don't know how they found Kathy, but give her strength. I hope she bloody rides the race of her life. Uh, are down, you know, twelve, fourteen dollars. They, they're the two to me that seem uh, extremely attractive odds. And Knight's order can still run a big race now. He drops, drops he, in he weight does, as well. But you've had a horse like Lerv dot Verve sit out, sit behind him and beat him. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, thirty two hundred. He's going to keep whacking. But like I remember, I wanted to abuse him the other day because it cost me about ninety three bazillion uh, in multis, not winning. <laughs> but uh, like, if he goes quicker. They come from behind and beat him. If they go slower, the horse still out sprints him. So he's just a bit of a nightmare horse. And you would imagine that, you know, one of these Waller or Europeans or something's going to going to go past him. Yeah, I'm with Walt. I was surprised that no compromise and Surefire were being so underrated in this market. I thought Surefire should be favourite. Quickest well, time there in that uh, until in that I race saw the rider. I agree. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It cops the blinkers like the, the jockeys are set back, but yeah, set, it could be like sit and steer off what it's done so far. Its debut run here was enormous. It's the quickest time last start in a brutally run race. Looks like it will eat up 3,200. And we're talking about, you know, these older horses, the chosen one, no compromise, had a fair few cracks. Um, mm. You know, horses like Knight's Order. This horse has had like eight starts. It's mm. just completely on the up. It yeah, I agree. A, if you, if you had be a better a... jockey, you'd be really keen. But she's, it's, it's, you've got 50 kilos, so you, got, you don't have many options. Is it a long way out or what? I'm not really sure, but it just seems very weird that I know it's got 50. Maybe that's just the limit of a, a couple of the good jockeys just couldn't get to the 50. But um, anyway, yeah, like, I agree with you. She, it looks like it's going to lob into a into a nice spot anyway, and she's just got to hold on. Go, Kath. We'll be cheering. Go, Kath. Mm. It's the the most bizarre thing for me. I don't know many Fastnet rocks that love it bottomless, and this horse is a Fastnet rock. This horse could just be an absolute freak. Well, it could have thrown to the dam too. Sorry, Mr. Breeder. What? Well, they've... Leave it to Nico. Nico's the man that talks about skipping actions and all these things. We're just, we're just oh, there's not many fast net rocks that go on a heavy. I there's not I see many fast net rocks that go. Oh, it could be immoral. They might just, Kathy's on and just bet up, get yeah. a price. Well, what price would it be if you put someone else on it, like Jay Carr? I don't understand. If I, Jay I, Carr was on it, what price would it I be? I took ten dollars, four dollars early. Thinking Maybe they want to bet. going to go right. I thought a Dewey will go to the uh, Queen Elizabeth, so I've taken the ten dollars and doubled it. It's gone out forty percent since Dewey's come out. I can't work it out at all. Hmm. Looks a great bet. Great bet, HOA. But uh, both horses look uh, over the odds to my eye. Let's have a look at uh, the Queen Elizabeth there. And very elegant. Wow. 360 into 310. Price taken. Wow. We cannot believe it. Animo, $5. Saki, $5. Douay, we just saw the replay there, 550. Monophilia, 750. In from nine. Uh, I'm Thunderstruck, 17 to 14. Think it over. Legless on a uh, wet track, 26 to 41. Dallasan. Thought he was uh, he ran the race of his life the other day on an unsuitable heavy track, and I can't believe they've just not put him, given him a freshen up, and taken him to Brisbane. Absolute madness! He'd probably win every race up there. Mount Popper, Thunderstruck. Uh, you're talking about? Yeah. No, Dallasan. Oh, Dallasan. Sorry. He's just, yep. He needs a dry track, and the horse is in great form. It's a strange race to and throw him. Why in would just you for put the sake it, of it? Why mm. would you do that to the horse? It's just mm. absolute mind numbing. But um, Mount Popper 101 as well. Uh, let's have a look at a couple of replays here. And uh, we'll talk through the races. But um, the replay I wanted to have a look at here is Dewey. It's in the uh, Chipping Norton here, though, now. And I guess the reason we're showing this replay is to tick the box heavy whether it box, can right? go to a bottomless track. And this yeah. is a heavy 10, so it's 
a lot wetter this day. You got very elegant up on the speed. Uh, and the perfect uh, sorry. run, cart three wide. Came sorry. Mm. Yeah, mowing them down here um, and Douay, it's just going sideways there and it absolutely savages the line. So for me, I watch this run and I think if it's bottomless 10, she's going to pick yeah, up and accelerate through it. Yeah, even if it was vulnerable at that stage of its prep, very elegant. Um, yeah. Who's had the better prep since? It's, yeah. Like she's come out and obviously low tempo probably beat her last up, but Montefilia looked like it beat her on a merits, albeit, you know, like mm. even though... We've got that replay too. They went so, slow, yeah. And that's the other thing with Montefilia here with Very Elegant. Very Elegant's parked off her back, so it's going to be to Montefilia's advantage here. Again, the wet track's a tick for Montefilia, and it's going to be in front of her in the, line, uh, in the run with equal luck. And I'm just... Not convinced that uh, she's at a brilliant best. Well, anymore. unless this is a nature strip 2.0, and she's got five lengths up a sleeve like he did, um, how could you back it a beat it? And how could you back? Duay was completely dominant over Monophilia in the replay we watched, even though she was in restricted room. The and then what's that? Oh, well, there's the forgotten, the yeah. forgotten horse as well, Animo. Chris oh, Roots' yeah. favourite well, horse. Well, it's the horse. It's the horse. It's the scary Easy horse X for factor. me. If you line them up as a as a lane, like if you line up. Uh, very elegant against Duay. I can't back it. Mm. If you back, if you line up Duay against Montefilia, there's still a bit of question mark there, and Montefilia's obviously gone forward. So, and you're getting a price. So I can back both of those. Mm. If you put in Zaki, I'm interested to hear what Nico says about what he thinks he'll, he'll do on a wet track. But I don't like him at all. Mm. Um, uh, Two thousand on wet track, apart from the map. Well, this is a heavy nine, mm. and Animo. We'll, we'll watch him uh, just tear away here. Horse, yeah. And then in the Cox Plate, it was a slow track as well, and it was only stayed a rest. He beat very, very elegant home in the Cox Plate, and he was pretty unlucky to lose the process. I thought it could have gone either way, but he's definitely a horse that seems to get through the going. He's a street Agreed. boss, and you can argue that this is a no race, as in Converge just didn't go. Profondo was gone. Uh, and the rest, you know, are pretty steady. But he does, he does gap him. Doesn't do anything on the clock, uh, apart from that last, you know, couple of furlongs, which he's entitled to, considering the way the rest of the race was run. But he does have serious upside. You know, Chris Roots identified it early before anyone else, and and good credit to Chris. He he sort of said he was an underrated type, <laughs> and he is the X factor coming in here. I like it, the way I sort of look at it. I think it's between Duo and Monophilia and. And, and Animo is certainly the, uh, you know, of the weight for age horses and Animo is the one that, that's scary that I don't know about, but he's short enough probably. Um, I'd still go to the other two and I'm definitely interested to hear what um, what Nico thinks about Zaki. Mm, I'd be leaning towards he wouldn't get through it. Zaki, personally, I'm sort of not backing him in there on Saturday. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd think a bottomless heavy track may not be to his liking. Um yeah, looking at the race, I was surprised Very Elegant was $3.10. I wasn't in love with her last start. Her action late in the straight, I thought, especially her head carriage was a bit funny um, for a horse that usually just savages the line. You couldn't step in at $3.10. I don't know. Animo, that, that's a complete barrier trial last start. I don't think you need to look into that win to know how much talent he's got. I think you go back to you know the spring where he's ran second in the Cox Plate. He's so adaptable, this horse. Like The Cox Plate's a brutal run test. And then last start's to sit and sprint. He's good in both. His two last starts on the wet tracks have been outstanding, I thought. Yeah, I marked him favourite at $4. He, he's my boyfriend. I've been with him the whole way through, but it just looks like a perfect setup for him. He gets the run of the race. I'll be interested to see the tactics in this race. Like if Zaki wants to, if Jay Carr goes, okay, my best chance is to make it a, a real sort of fast run race because that's where he's at his best and he's not going to out sprint the others or she sort of um, is a bit more conservative and tries to get him through the wet track because there's just no speed outside of him. 
maybe Dallas and Mount Pup will serve it up to him. I think if it's a slow run race, um, it probably suits a horse like Jouet and Animo if they got big turn of foots. If it's brutal, very elegant, probably comes into the game. I think I think Animo, although he doesn't have the proven record at you know the weight for age and all those kind of things, I think he's kind of the bomb proof horse to find here. Like he's got the perfect map. He's going to be in the right spot. He likes it fast or slow. He's just he's the box ticker for mine. I was him from Jouet. I'm probably going to back both. Is there any chance that I'm thunderstruck? can knock these off. They may go slower, and he's got a pretty good sprint. And 2,000 metres, he handles the wet. And as you said, Walt, he's a brute of a horse. So I, he looks, to my eye, like a horse that would just keep copping untold amounts he's a brute, of brute, but that's not always great on a, on a, oh, on a bottomless. Yeah, but he can yeah. cop the work. And if he's come through the run really well, he's got the, the quick backup. He goes on a wet track. And it was only that the other horse, Mr. Brightside, we don't know how good he is yet, and he's got the five-kilo swing. So yeah. uh, stranger it, things have happened. He was stronger on the line than I gave him credit for watching the replay last week. Like, it was very weird that that horse just picked up and went past him because I thought he must have died in his run, thunderstruck, and uh, and that's why he got past him. But it was it was very weird, and, and he was certainly looked like he was coming again on the line, if anything. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to say 2,000 metres is... It's not impossible, but it's, you know, wait for age 2000, a uh, bit of an afterthought. But it, as you say, it falls in well with the prep even being an afterthought. So I don't think that's a big issue. I just think the others have, uh, you know, I think he's fair enough odds. 15, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to be saving on him or anything. Nico, can you see it happening? Oh, I can see it happening. He's a, he's a high-class horse. I'm thunderstruck, but gee, this is a new level. Like wait for age first go 2000 um, against some of the best we've got who are absolutely flying as well. It's not like anything's coming into this bar very elegant that's, you know, not racing at their best. So he's got a big task. I think he will be a 2,000-meter horse in time, but um, just whether sad day is his day, uh, that's just sort of – that's what you're willing to find out at 14s. I'm probably not willing to back him at that price. I'd need probably double to look to get involved. It's mm. a semi-exciting race for exactly what you said with the, like, chinks in the one horse that's been well-backed, which does scare me because of the camp it's coming out of. But still, like – I agree that, that she lost her action there the other day. The first up run, she wasn't super strong through the line, even though they went slow. Others were stronger. She had the PR. Um, this is the term, time to take her on. I think this is the time to take Zaki on. Mm. And then you've just got to sort of knock out. Um, you know, you've got to choose a camp, haven't you? Jouet or, or Animo or um, or Montefilia probably. I think they're, they're all just coming flying, well set up, on the up, perfect preparation. I agree. Yeah, seven, eight, nine, do I? Montefilia and Animo. They're just perfect, perfect setups for a race like this. this is a an absolute mouthwaterer, and and just fingers crossed they can get through the meeting. So uh, I think, yeah, if you were Tristan, you just love this is the one time you'd love top sport just to sit there and just hold on for dear life and just lay very cupboard. elegant and and Zaki for as much as you can full cupboard job, yeah, yeah. and then block yourself yeah. in the cupboard yeah. to see what happens. Yeah, it'd be a beauty. Yeah, all right. I think uh, I think that's us. I think that's us for the uh, the Sydney wrap. But uh, you're not even going to talk about my race where I tipped my only horse. Too for the late. Day. You were too late. I I just sit there and I wait for you to put your notes. Oh, I in. think Moco is the hardest to beat in race one. Then I'm just going to say it. Is that enough? Yeah. So Williamsburg, Mugs Horse, Mugs Horse, two dollar forty favorite, yeah. and then Moco uh, race one number two is three dollars twenty. Tommy like. Berry, Anthony Friedman. Yeah, I think it's got more upside. It'll it'll run the mile right out. Gets a perfect run. I think. Um, you know, Williamsburg's probably had a little bit harder racing and hopefully Moco's still on the up. All right. What about the, uh, the the Aussie male, DK? Our girl, Yoltz, is going up to... Yeah, Yoltz, yeah. She, she, um, she's stepping up at picket fence. Hard to knock. Tell you, she's strong. So 
don't worry about it. Getting through the conditions and chill. Any any footy training mail there or? No, don't come to train in Aussie. No, the uh, the, the nanny or whatever drops young bloke off at the training. He was there on Sunday though. I shook his hand first thing in the morning. Said, "Well, hi, Totsu. What a what a good horse he is." And yep. So no, um, no, Yons no, Yons Caulfield Cup. There we go. Told you. Well, I don't I don't get the Aussie mail, but the mail I got it's absolutely flying. There you so, go. You get go, better Bums. mail than me from that joint too. I've got weed mail for it too, so I think it's yeah, it's clearly doing something special. Mm. Well, it's got picket fence, it's eight dollars. It's big price. Yeah, it's not it's hard to find, but it's a it's a nice race for it too. Um, you know, you're getting eight dollars still. Mm. They're always gonna find the line for you, no matter what race it's in. So just so just such a strong horse. Right, like mm. this is her first prep still. Like uh, Amazing. This, she's unbeaten as well. Like we're talking about the train points with Totsu. I know that she hasn't won the group one yet, but if they can get her to do it there on Saturday, gee, it's going to be some performance in a, another one who I've just been kind of waiting for her to get on a wet track. I reckon she'll eat it up. Mm, we've nearly done the whole card here. Beautiful. It's all right. It sounds easy if they can uh, continue to race there. But uh, if you want more... We haven't done the whole card. We haven't got to the most important part of the day. What's that? The Mugs Mail. Oh, you don't know what it is yet. But if you want more of Johnny's stuff, make sure you check out racingwatch.com.au. Uh, he's not a bad tape watcher. He backs a couple, of, finds a couple of winners here. He uh, causes a bit of mischief on the Twitter sphere and just in life in general. So uh, jump in the chat room. It's very entertaining. It's been nauseating the Tiger chat at the moment. I've had to mute the Discord channel every time the Tiger this Tiger. You've that, come tiger, around. You're weakened though. Tiger. You, you've had the big Tiger can't win. Tiger can't make the cut angle, and now you're starting to water yourself down a bit. Why don't you stick to your guns, you weak dog? No, I think Tiger is a big chance to miss miss the cut, and he said that his biggest. Tiger, he reckons he swings right, everything's good, but he's worried about the hills. If you're worried about walking around the golf course, you're not gonna you're not gonna make the cut. Hey, they'll have him in carts in between shots and have no cameras allowed on the track. Chocolate? No, no, he's cast. He's completely cast. I'm happy to bet again. It's like even money. So it's all right as long as you're standing in a corner. I like it. Not when you're standing on the ropes. It's you much better. Should, should be having a side bet, like for fair income, you know. Go on, you're opposite ends. Oh, what, what do you want me to do? It's about an even money chance, isn't it? Oh, mate, oh, it's a, it's an even money chance. You don't want to have those sorts of bets with me. I'll go to whatever hey? link. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, no, not monetary. monetary. Yeah, what that's can what I, I'm what more can I do? I've already yeah. proxied I'll cop the cool pineapple up the arse or whatever you want. <laughs> I, I, I do most days, so what does it matter? <laughs> oh, I don't know what I'll do. Can, yeah. People can send in what they want me to do. I just, and I'm happy you're in a corner. I'm happy to be in the opposite corner on opposing proposing opinions. I like it. I'm happy that if everyone's doing that, I'm happy to do the other thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just by myself. I like DK. With my friend DK. Mugs moral time. Last week, very fine red. No good. John Walter uh, pulled his pants down. What has he got this week? Mug punter. Hi, guys. Mugs back this week for a better and improved Mugs moral. Oh, we got beat the Johnny Walter last week, but the mugs are good sportsmanship. Congrats, John. The better man won. Congrats. I'll get you next time. This week, we got to wait to the last. If we get to the last race, if we get to the last in Sydney, because the rains are coming tomorrow, Thursday, easing up, easing, easing up Friday, Saturday, easing up a bit. But, man, it is a red-hot car at Randwick. So the Mugs Mower is in race 10. Number four, Baluchi Bay. Man, it ran great last week in the TJ Smith Stakes. Got too far back and come flying home. Barrier four, loves the wet. What can I say? Tim Clark, 
back to Mayor's grade. It will be winning. And the price for top sport at the moment is 370. So, boys, Muggs Moral this week is in race 10, number four, Bellucci Babe. Good luck. And what does the mug say after we back a winner? Go find your bookie. Good luck. And I'll be back with All Age Stakes Day next Saturday. Christ, I thought we were going to lose him when he was trading out the top spot price three. So <laughs> Ooh, I, th- I think he's going to fall off Did the chair there. Did you notice he didn't but... have his South jersey on this week, mate? They, I heard a rumour he wasn't going to be wearing it they after they beat. got beat last week. But so you still I, got it on. I thought I'd better represent because I knew that he'd, you know, he'd, he'd jump off the wagon. <laughs> He's got the GWS. I'm not bagging the mug. Got to be careful in that last race because that horse is one of my favourite horses in the world, Bellucci Babe. And even though it looked like it was... But? Because it was... It looked like it was ridden too far back the other day. That's the way this horse absolutely 100% best races. And I think it's a 1,000 to 1,100 metre race horse ridden cold. It's it's had a couple of uh, soft runs in small fields up on speed and got away with the race, uh, this preparation. But just be very careful with this horse in a strong run, 1,200, because it's, uh, I think it's just a little bit too far for it in a, in a real test. So uh, I'll, I'll be cheering for the mug, but just with reservations. You want to go head-to-head again? This is the I do, but I couldn't. I can't. I, can't, I, I think the race is impossible. So Otherwise, you, I would. Stand you're by. Squibbing, stand by. You're squibbing stand by. out of it. I am squibbing oh, out of it. We'll is, go head to head another day. We'll, oh, we'll this for is the day. weakest thing ever. I was hoping he'd back up with, with Williamsburg and we were going to go Mozo Williamsburg again. I, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm happy to hold his bet, yeah. but I can't find the winner. I'm a, oh. cat, I'm a milk drinker. That is the softest thing I've ever heard. Sorcerer this can't win, but Sorcerer I can't find anything else. Yeah. DK, I can't believe it. I'm taking the dollar twenty-five laying it. <laughs> You're gutless. All right, top sport big bets. Uh, the lays here, and I think the punters have got up uh, the Merlehan skirt here. Randwick race four, number three, Paris Dior, 2200 at 330 It's now into $2.45. Jamez is on this one in the Percy Sykes. Walt? Yeah, they got, um, yeah, everyone wants to tip it, but it seems uh, it's, it seems a ballsy bet getting into a horse off a break, considering there's a lot of horses in this race that have had uh, better setups fitness-wise mm. and, and more recency in their form. Great stable that, you know, handled two-year-olds better than anyone. But, um, yeah, no, I, I couldn't take short odds about any horse in that race. I think Timmy's horse in that race is quite interesting. Is it North Star Lass? Thought she was a very good win on debut. I love it when they prick their ears uh, through the line, especially, you know, early in their careers. Shows they've got plenty more up their sleeve. Hmm, Zoostar, Gaybot. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. Could be one at uh, $14 to have a look at there. Honey Creeper, uh, race six, number four. We've spoken about this. Twelve hundred at six dollars into four sixty. That's Nico's, Nico's ticket. Bet. Yeah, yeah, probably dirty. They didn't, didn't take the early bigger price. So oh, just... I I had it loaded into the bet slip fifties last week, oh, and no, I didn't have no. anything on. <laughs> no, oh, the, I hate that when you you go to back one and then you click it and you just don't click one two. You think you're you on and you it. haven't clicked yeah. it twice. They said you you bet and then you really want this bet and you're like. You think you've clicked it. You go off and do something else. You tipped a horse at Sandown or somewhere a couple of weeks ago that I did that with. I was like, oh, mm. finally, I've got some horses uh, or something going later in the day. And then I'm like, oh, uh, no. yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah, it's a shocker, isn't <laughs> no, it? No, I haven't. And here's the other one. Uh, it's Yonts, the horse we've already spoken about here. Race this 9, number ticket. 14. This is, yeah, it might be DK's. $1,008.50, Yonts. No, nah, too small a bet, not DK. All right. That uh, that's we've navigated a couple of uh, winners there, hopefully at Sydney, and then uh, we found one at Cranbourne, or Nico has on Friday night, and then a little uh, pipe opener race one at uh, 
the Langwarren Hotel Handicap Maserati Bay for the Ma Eustace uh, Yard. So it's going to be a fantastic week of racing. Uh, got the golf yeah, as well. Check it, out the golf podcast. Ahead. What's that? Uh, no, I just hope it all goes smoothly. Hope they hope they run the meeting because it just does look like it's bloody diabolical out there. Rain bombs. Rain bombs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what their option is. Though. Like I said, I think Newcastle's seen its uh, seen its day. I think it's absolutely cast Newcastle. They've absolutely chopped it to bits. So uh, they don't have many other possibilities. And DK, I'm sure the uh, the rain bomb above your head will turn. It takes one winner, as uh, the mug told us. It was absolutely out. Cast until Williamsburg. I was cast until Mr. Brightside. Your horse is coming, DK. You just got to keep shipping uh, away. Yeah, what's that? Uh, one of Australia's biggest punters. You just got to believe your next bet is going to be a winner. Big oh. punter in Sydney said, thinks that. So you just got to yeah. believe, DK. Do they yeah, lend you the money yeah. to put on it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Burn as much as I've burnt the last month. Anyway, a chuka yeah. to rain, yes, yes. Well, you got a couple joints, it's today. Today is the eighth, I think the seventh week in a row. It's Kilmore or Kyneton into Packenham night. Seventh week in a row. Yeah. Like, no wonder, you know. Anyway, there's Swan Hills, Ben Ellis. I had a little look at Wodonga, but I didn't want to step on your toes in case I was tipping something. Well, you know, you've done that. I spent fucking two hours on that meeting. <laughs> it was just dingoes, mate. Nothing there. Nothing there. Like, yeah, you know, I'm waiting for Wodonga all week. Beautiful. Wodonga. And then, you know. Just zero. It's, a bit, it's a bit like that at the moment, isn't it? Those country meetings, you, you're picking the best worst horse, which yeah, is it. very, it's always dangerous, right? Dangerous. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyway, don't force it. One of Scooty's sayings, don't force it. Anyway. Mm. It'll, it'll turn. You it'll just got to batten down the hatches. Fight off the gremlins, fight off the trolls. And just wait till you get a horn for one. I was That's surprised right. I, got a, I could still get a horn for a horse. You still, you were I surprised can. you could. Yeah. Yeah. You can get that. I hadn't had a horn out. for like, 14 years until I heard DK heavy breathing into the mic there at the start of the show. <laughs> this show's just gone to pieces here. Good luck on the weekend, boys. Nico Noonan's going to do the art out of Sydney. He'll have mug. He'll have mug. You might have to do a little bit of content. I want you to record yourself with the mug. Yeah, we need an interview something or something with the mug. Yeah, or something on the phone. Interview with the mug. Yeah, yeah. One-on-one with the mug. Right, yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'll see what I can get done. Check out the shop. Good luck. If uh, you want to get around the boys' packages, check out Racing Watch. Uh, if you want to just drive yourself nuts in the chat room and... Yeah. Um, just keep on betting. If you're going through a rough patch, it'll turn. you just got to chip down, and then uh, when you get a horn for one, you chip back up. But um, we'll see you next week, and fingers crossed they can get the meeting done on Saturday. Good luck. Yeah.